we've all been in a place of failure. And the question is, how have you handled these past failures in your life? Did you repeat them or did you move forward? Well, in today's podcast, we're going to define what failure really is and offer you a new threshold when it comes to overcoming life's obstacles with victory. Gentlemen, what is going on? Welcome back to another episode of Whiskey Wednesday. I am your host, Jason Hotchkiss, the founder of Whiskey Wednesday. I want to thank you for joining us today. Thank you for supporting us. And I just want you to know if you find this podcast life-changing, I encourage you to take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, put it on Facebook, get the word out there so others can benefit from this. Guys, I don't make any monetary value. You notice I don't make advertising. I simply do this out of the goodness of my heart and for free. So, because I just want to see life transformation in the lives of other people. But guys, here's the thing. Webster's Dictionary defines failure as a lack of success. It defines failure as a lack of success. I don't know about you, but there have been many examples, oh man, in my life where a lack of success has been present. I started many unsuccessful adventures in the eyes of those who have been deemed quote unquote successful. And the truth is, the reality of it all is, is failure is painful. No matter how you look at it, it hurts. And around a year ago, I'll never forget, our oldest daughter made this decision to quit dance. She had grown up all her life doing dance, and she finally came to a point where she just didn't want to do it anymore. She was tired. She was exhausted. It was a lot of work. And she put the time in. She put in the effort. And this being the case, it created a conversation about failure between her and me. And in our family, we have a countercultural understanding when it comes to a conversation that includes the word failure in it. And one thing is this, is Webster's Dictionary, as I mentioned earlier, is that failure is defined as a lack of success. But in our family, failure is defined as quitting. Yes, quitting. I mean, to choosing to stop, uh, choosing to end, halting, putting everything at a standstill. That's how we define failure. It, it's a choice to quit. Now, some people define it as throwing in the towel. And as a family, we redefined failure as simply making the choice to quit. You see, at the end of the day, anyone can choose to quit. You can choose to begin, you can choose to finish, or you can choose to quit. But not everybody will keep moving forward. And when it comes to a rock and a hard place, moving forward is probably one of the most courageous things that you can do. Choosing to quit is probably, honestly, uh, you know, one of the most selfish things that you can do. 
at the end of the day, when we face off with failure, you're being courageous. When you want to run, I'll say this, that there's parts in your mind that are overcrowding you that honestly are making you out to be a coward. Now, I'm not calling you a coward because you're quitting something, but what I'm saying is if you're choosing to quit something that is not hurting you, something that's not going to, you know, inflict pain in your body physically or destroy you emotionally or mentally, then you can have the courage. You have the courage within you mustered up to do the right thing and move forward. And therefore, there is no reason to quit. So today, I want to talk to you about failure and how we define failure actually defines our future. And so I want to give you a strategy to success, a strategy to success in how you can deal with failure. So number one is this, you got to redefine the definition of failure and you got to redefine the definition of success. If you allow others to define your failure, if you allow others to define success for you, you'll never get anywhere in life, hands down. If you choose to walk around and listen to everyone around you defining success for you, you choose to listen to everyone around you defining failure for you, you will have no identity. You will have no direction. You will have no goals. You'll have no growth in your life. You will go nowhere. You need to learn to define what failure is for you. For our family, failure means choosing to quit. When you have the ability to be courageous, press through and overcome it. I'll never forget when I was training to be a chef. I was training to be a chef. I was apprenticing in this restaurant and I had this chef, this executive chef who is absolutely horrendous. He was awful. He made my life in the kitchen extremely hard to say the least. There were days that I just wanted to beat his face in but obviously I didn't. And I'll never forget, the chef and I had this big explosive argument one night in the kitchen. And we just argued and argued. Both of us were beat red in the face. All the kitchen staff is looking at us. And I took off my apron and I threw it on the counter and I started to walk out the back door. And I'll never forget in my brain, in my mind, I was choosing to quit. I was done. I had all these excuses ahead of me. I'm not treated right. He doesn't respect me. He doesn't value me. He doesn't care about me. He treats me like garbage. Listen to how he talks to me. I had all these excuses, right? And rightfully so, justified excuses in my mind to quit. And I'll never forget as I'm walking out the door, somebody taps me on the shoulder and I thought it was the chef and I whip around in anger and rage and I see this server standing there and he goes, Jason, can I talk to you a minute? And I was like, sure, why not? Go ahead, talk to me. What do you want to say? He begins to tell me that I was working in one of the best restaurants and I was working under one of the best chefs and he saw and he knows how the chef treats people, but 
I had a choice in that moment. He said, you could choose to walk out now. You can choose to quit or you can choose to stay and you can choose to give it your all and you can walk away being one of the best, one of the best in your field. And I never left that thought ever. In fact, I turned around, I went back in, put on my apron and I went back to work and I remained there. And it just so happened that I left there, I went away, I took an executive chef position at another restaurant, had my own staff. Several years later, they call me back offering me a position on an executive team with other chefs because I stood with them through thick and thin. I chose not to quit. Why? Because I redefined what failure meant for me and I redefined what success meant for me. That's number one. Number two, you got to stop avoiding the pain. Stop avoiding the pain. I'll admit none of us like pain. None of us enjoy it. None of us wake up yearning for more pain. None of us wants to suffer. None of us look to encounter pain. In fact, I would say majority of the time we look to run from pain or dodge the pain. But what if the pain that you're going through is what you need to go to the next level of that personal growth in your life? What if that pain is pushing you to a new place of maturity? See, we, we've been taught to avoid pain. In our culture, we've been taught that pain is something negative. But we need to learn to embrace pain if we want to overcome failure. Think about it this way. If you're going to the gym and you want to see results, there is going to be times you have to push yourself past the threshold of pain in order to gain. There's other times if you're running, you got to push past the pain to actually gain and grow. Even mentally and emotionally, guys, sometimes there are situations in our life that we want to avoid like the plague or we want to avoid like COVID-19, right? We want to avoid those situations, but when we do, we're missing out on the opportunity to grow. We're missing out on the opportunity to mature because we're choosing to avoid the pain. But when we choose to stop avoiding the pain, we are choosing to grow. We're choosing to mature. That's number two. Number three, failure is your research and your development. You need to see failure as your research and your development. Think about this. When we quit, or however you personally define failure, okay? When we quit or however you personally define it, we have this opportunity to research where we went wrong. And then we have another opportunity to develop from that standpoint. We have an ability and an opportunity to correct where we went wrong so we can do what is right and then have the opportunity to move in the right direction. But if we look at failure as something horrific and awful and painful and dreadful and never see it as an opportunity for research and development, we're going to miss out on so much. When you use failure as research and development, you have an opportunity to ask yourself tough questions. 
tough questions such as what could have I have done differently? How could have I have responded differently instead of reacting to the situation? Or asking yourself the tough question of why did I fail? Where did my strategy go wrong? Is this self-justified? Am I wrong in what I did? Okay, guys, these are all questions that you can ask and the list can go on and on because it is research and development. That's number three. Number four is you need to prepare for war. (laughs) I didn't intend for that to rhyme, but number four is you need to prepare for war. Now, I'm not talking about going into battle against another person. I'm talking about being a warrior, cultivating hope in the midst of your failure, in the midst of quitting. That's what I'm talking about. When we fail, negativity is plentiful. It abounds. It's everywhere. It's within our reach when we fail. Negativity is knocking at our door, waiting for opportunity. It's abundant. It comes through other people. It comes through hopeless situations. We find it on social media. But here's the thing. You need to prepare for war, and you do this by learning to change your language and how you speak to yourself. The greatest battle that you're going to face is with yourself. That's the greatest battle that you're going to face more than outside pressures of people and situations. How you speak to yourself is half the battle, if not more than half the battle. You have to change your language and how you speak to yourself. When you wake up in the morning, are you saying good things about yourself or are you saying bad things about yourself? How stupid you are, how dumb you are, how inadequate you are, how you're not equipped enough, how you don't know enough, or are you filling your mind with good things about how grateful you are? Are you filling it with good thoughts of the fact that, hey, I have the right resources, I have the knowledge I have the ability, I have the passion, I have the charisma that I need, I have the skill set that's needed. Prepare for war, change your language and how you speak to yourself. That's number four. And finally, number five, you need to focus on the end goal. Focus on the end goal. Now, I get it. There's a lot of stuff out there. It's, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. And, and, you know, oh, I'm more interested in the journey than I am the result. Okay, let's cut the crap and get straight to the point. If you don't have an end goal, if you don't have an end goal, then you have no direction. You have no way of knowing where you are going. If you don't have a beginning then you'll never have an end. And if you don't have an end, you're not going to have a beginning. You can't have one without the other. So how do you do that? How do you focus on the end goal? You need to create accountability. You need to set practical steps to reach those goals that will bring you success as you have defined it. And remember, if you have no goals, then you have zero growth. No goals, no growth is happening. And if you can't define your time and what you do with it, others are going to do it for you. You don't even have to ask for help. People are just going to define your time and they're going to know what to do with it for you without you even asking. So you got to be proactive. 
You got to be proactive. You got to get somebody who will hold you accountable. Get a coach, get a mentor, get somebody who will stand by you as you do the work, create concrete action steps, and then like have someone monitor your progress and hold you accountable, ask you the tough questions and kick you when you don't want to do it and follow through. That's how you are going to deal with failure. So number one, you need to redefine your definition of failure and you need to redefine your definition of success. Number two, you need to stop avoiding the pain. Number three, failure needs to be seen as research and development. And number four, you got to prepare for war. Change the way you speak to yourself. And finally, number five, you got to focus on the end goal. If you want to overcome and deal with failure, do these five things. Guys, I just want to thank you for joining me today. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I really hope that it really spoke to you, that it really challenged you. And I just want you guys to remember that no matter what's going on in the world right now, no matter how crazy it may seem, no matter how unstable it may seem, you are loved and you are believed in. And I know that you have what's needed. You have what it will take to get things done for what is going on with you, your family, your character, and those around you. Guys, thanks again for joining me today on Whiskey Wednesday. Again, appreciate your support. Have a great rest of your week. <laughs>